Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James FPL. I would ask you how you're doing, mate, but I know that when it comes to Sky, you're doing fucking fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I had an absolutely brilliant week. Uh, um, fair play, mate. Both teams, actually. Yeah, we'll, we'll come on to that in a bit, but... Yeah, the, the amount of texts I got from James last night about his position and Ronaldo Holland. Oh my God, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about it later. But I think as always, we'll, we'll cover each game tier by tier, game by game. Not that I want to for a few games. Um, and then, yeah, we'll come on to uh, our teams and then finish off with the community questions. So first things first, James. Newcastle 1, Norwich 1. Yeah, uh, I don't think many people own people from these teams, nah. but um, Depravka getting saved here, it's, it's decent. Uh, obviously, the Newcastle went down to 10 men pretty early, yeah. so that obviously brought on quite a lot of attacks from Norwich, which obviously Pookie benefited from, scored a great goal, um, obviously could have scored another goal uh, had he not been dragged down. <laughs> yeah. But, you know... Um, very good performance. You got a feel for Ryan Fraser. Obviously, he gets himself a start. Then, oh Ke- yeah, just Kieran Clark rolls Pookie down, and then he's dragged off after eleven minutes for a defender. It's, yeah, it's unfortunate, and yeah, it really changed the game. You know, there might be some people on Sam Maximum potentially was a Newcastle option. Other than that, I don't really think that there's a lot there. Um, I guess for uh, anybody that maybe gambled on Billy Gilmore, obviously with them. Um, You're going to mention Billy Gilmore. <laughs> so unlucky, like 59 passes. One away. Yeah, yeah. one away. It's it's harsh, whereas you look, obviously, his, one of his midfield partners, Rupp, was uh, just just hit it. But I think Bill Gilmore is still going to be a good option come post-overhaul, and he seems like um, he's really cemented a place in, the, in this squad now that uh, the management's been changed. One thing of note before we move on from this game, James, is um, I'm a little bit disappointed. Uh, Eddie Howe seems to have um, stopped Newcastle midfielders tackling. Oh, no, yeah. There's, yeah. there's, there's no, no one tackle. There. No tackles. I know. And I oh, thought dear. I was going to see a list of them given they went down to, to 10 men. I thought tackles all over the place. Apparently not. All right. I hope, I'm hoping it's a one-off. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see next week. Otherwise, I'll be writing Eddie Howe a strongly worded letter. It's become key yeah. for this podcast, so... <laughs> right and then uh moving on to the next game and um yeah this really wound me up because i had one choice and that choice was uh gallagher we all know about my umbermo to rafinha move and how much that's been kicking up the arse and it did again 90 fucking third minute penalty leads one crystal palace nil yeah lots of people on rafinha lots of people on gallagher um i own both in one of my teams and i had the tough decision but i went rafinha and i'm obviously glad i did yeah um, but prior to the penalty, there wasn't Nothing. too much going on going yeah. on for either of them. It, it was that, that was his only shot on target. He only yeah. had nineteen passes in the game and one tackle. He, he, he was he was anonymous, and the, the bit that wound me up the most is the fact that because he scored the winning penalty, he's then given fucking man of the match as well. I'm not bitter or anything, <laughs> but come on, <laughs> yeah, kicks kicks you while you're down. Um, something I I noticed in this game, I thought. Forshaw was quite greedy in this game. Yeah. There are certain bits where I feel like he could have passed, but he was taking pot shots. I think he had quite a lot of shots off target. Um, he's obviously got one on target mm. there. But that's something I know. It's obviously he did pick up tackle tier, as did Dallas. Dallas and Zaha were having a great battle um, down that wing pretty much the whole game. Yeah, it was expected. Uh, a bit feisty, it? 
got got Dallas a booking. Always, um, but always is. Yeah, Zaha it? loves it. Yeah, Zaha loves loves it. Gets wound up so easily. Oh yeah. Um, which normally does give him an edge, but not not for this game. Um, Mitchell was bombing forward and also made quite a lot of tackles. Yeah, he got but, six. Yeah, six tackles. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's too much else to cover in this game. No, the the only other mention or worthy mention is probably Gihai. I think he's got some ownership um, in the top mm. 1K. Yeah. And incredibly unfortunate. He's gone from effectively getting another clean sheet, you know, in another tidy hole to conceding the penalty, getting booked and finished with a one-pointer. Cooper also very unlucky. One pass off tier two. Yeah. Passing tier. Yeah, he, he's so consistent with his passes though, isn't he? Is. Right, let's jump on then to the next games and we'll start with a game that I was in attendance. It was Southampton 2, Leicester 2. Yeah, a bit of a strange set of goal scorers on this one. Um, Bednarak and Johnny Evans both scoring. Don't think many are on those. Um, people are probably just on sort of Ward Prowse, Livermento, Vardy. Yeah. Um, fair play to anyone that's chucked in James Madison based off of last week's. Yeah. Performance, another goal. yeah, goal shots here. Um, very good. Hopefully, may he may well keep that up. Yeah, um, Madison seems to have taken the mantle a bit since um, Tielemans got injured, and I also noticed that we've got a question about that, and it's something I've been thinking about. Uh, Rogers has mentioned that Tielemans is back in light training. I, I don't think he'll be back for this weekend, but it will certainly be worth keeping an eye on Madison's output when Tielemans is back fit and in the same team. Um, as to whether, you know, the returns dry up or whether he can, you know, really take a step forward with Tielemans alongside him. I, I think he should still be able to um, get these returns with mm. Tielemans in the team. Um, yeah. But yeah, it will be interesting to see. Definitely. And um, obviously Vardy, I guess rather unexpectedly started uh, after Roger's comments about he might not be able to play, you know, a midweek game. He'll be tired for the weekend. It does make it interesting as to whether he'll play this weekend. Um, but yeah, if you're on Vardy, worth keeping an eye on. Um, as for, for Saints, if you're still on Livramento, I think you probably have to reassess now. Honestly, we, we look like conceding most games. Um, and then for, for anybody else, it's still a rotation nightmare. I, I mentioned on the, the FPL podcast, but I think that I'd be very... <sighs> I'd be very surprised if we didn't make at least four changes for this weekend. Um, you know, some players look tired. There's fresh legs sat on the bench and we've got some depth for once. So, um, yeah, uh, Livermento could even be one of those. I reckon so, yeah. He's, he's looked very tired. Definitely. Right, let's jump on to a game in which uh, probably really annoyed a lot of people because Chelsea defensively are incredibly highly owned in the top 1K and it was Watford 1, Chelsea 2. Yeah, unexpected clean sheet wipeout for Chelsea. Um, yeah, painful one. Yeah, for for those I know, some people are obviously double. I'm on maybe double. even yeah, maybe even triple. I I think I've seen four. Just have Ru- just have Rudiger four. Wow, I've seen very, people with that's, four. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Um, obviously, a lot of people have um, brought in Alonso based on that Chilwell injury. Yeah, obviously, he picked up a booking in this game. Yep. Didn't even hit any tears. No, he was that's a, t- a tackle off of tackle tier, which was irritating. Yeah, big blow uh, for those that have brought him in. Yeah, thanks. Um, Dennis keeps returning for Watford against very good teams. I know. Um, 
Obviously, we said it last week. We don't want to waste a well, not waste, but use a striker's spot on him. But maybe mm. that wouldn't be a bad decision. No, um, exactly. Especially if you're not going the the old threemium. And I think yeah. a lot of us are probably considering going against Kane, for instance, in the next couple of weeks. So if you're going to do that, Dennis mm. is an option. African Cup of Nations is still worrying. Um, I don't believe he's been called up for a while, but I think he's been named in the provisional squad this time round. So. Um, Given his form, I think surely they have to put all kind of issues aside between him and the management because if you've got a Premier League player of this quality, you've got to take him, surely. Yeah, you'd think so. And yeah, I think he'd be worth having in your team up until that point, even if he does um, go. Yeah, I think um, there's there's returns waiting to happen. Exactly, and it was generally a, a poor performance from Chelsea from what I've seen, and I think that that is indicated by the fact that none of their defenders got close to passing tier, so they've not even asserted any dominance in the game. Um, I think Chalaba picked up an injury, um, so obviously he's came off, and then um, Aspel Equator was obviously subbed early for Lukaku when they were kind of chasing the game, and obviously Ziyech popped up with a, the winner three minutes after that, but I'd be very surprised to see Lukaku not start in the early kickoff against West Ham this weekend. Yeah, as would I. I think he definitely will be starting and uh, be quite interesting to see how he does. Yeah, and talking of West Ham, they're the next game. It was West Ham 1, Brighton 1. Yeah, no no tears at all um, for West Ham in this no, game. No, nothing. Um, which is not great. Um, a lot of people obviously are on Antonio, few on Rice. Um, you're going to be disappointed inevitably. Um, but Brighton, Lewis Dunk, very reliable with his passing here. I feel like I may have to think about getting him in because, regardless of if they keep a clean sheet, he tends to get that passing tier. Yeah, he was one of the only bright lights in my team this week, mate. <laughs> oh, bless you. Um, Bazuma also passing tier. Moda got tackled here. Sanchez got saved here. And obviously, Neil Mope, a late goal. He did, yeah. And, and and the other big news is the fact that Adam Webster, obviously, back in the team for the last couple of weeks. Oh, um, I saw Platt, Ian brought yeah, him in. I was going to um, say, Ian Parron. Yeah. I think there's quite a few like him as well that have, have brought oh. him in. Seven million, you know, it was, it was a very good time to bring in the Brighton defender. Yeah. People have gone Webster over Dunk and almost immediately it's not paid off. It's It's harsh. 36 minutes in. And it sounds like he's going to miss this weekend and we've not heard any news about the extent of the injury. Yeah, I, I bloody hate it when that happens. You you've, you sort of essentially end up wasting two drafts. Yeah. You only get one point for doing it and it's just it's just one of those things. And it feels like it's not actually happened too much this season so no. far. So maybe the injuries are still to come, probably yeah. after this tight, condensed period. Exactly. Uh, I guess that's partly why there's a lot of people with a lot of transfers left because last season, at the beginning of the season, it felt like um, every week there was a player getting injured and we're having to make moves. Whereas obviously I think the, the overall transfers this time round, there's a lot of people were still, you know, mid twenties, high twenties um, there or thereabouts. I expected that to be a lot lower, um, particularly coming up to the next overhaul. But like you say, injuries haven't been there. I wouldn't be surprised if we see rotation and injuries in the next four weeks, just with the amount of games that are coming up. Agreed. 
Right, uh, moving on to <clears throat> the Wolves game. And once again, Wolves picking up a clean sheet for those that are still on the likes of Saar, Kilman. It was Wolves nil, Burnley nil. Yeah, very, very happy with this one. Um, only questioning why I got rid of size a few weeks yeah. weeks ago. Because um, I'd have had three the double clean sheets up. on the bounce, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very, they've been on fire. Um, can't argue with that. Uh, I guess Burnley didn't really didn't really threaten in the game uh only a few a one shot by McNeil on target yeah it wasn't wasn't a great game at all no no nothing from Wolves either Wang and Jimenez both disappointed in these what what are two great fixtures um Jimenez has just I think it come and left my team very quickly (laughs) in team one uh just a waste of time, really. Yeah, well, you had the transfers to bunt, burn, so... I did, yeah. You were fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I don't think we should talk about that game anymore, so let's jump on no. to a game in which the ownership's probably quite high for uh, one of these teams. It was Aston Villa 1, Man City 2. Yes, it was, and uh, Ruben Diaz popping up with the goal. Um, I imagine not, a lot of people let, actually moved off of Diaz when he uh, was benched for that. I think it was... I don't know if it was a West Ham game last week, yeah, yeah, and, and obviously Cancelo started, and obviously that that was a good move based on that game. But however, obviously Diaz scoring today, uh, today uh, on Wednesday, yeah, uh, missed out on Parsons here, which is sort of unusual for him. I'm not sure um, that's correct. Um, I'm just going to quickly double check the okay, yeah, fair the, play the, the sky side. But I have a feeling they managed to find a couple of passes for him. Yeah, they did. He he, he oh. scraped passing tubes. Did he? Yeah. yeah. He got a well, goal passing tier, man of the match, and starting lineup 14 points. Uh, that's filth. Absolute filth. Zinchenko somehow getting 77 passes, oh, which is mad. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Rodri as well keeps delivering. Uh, passing tier, tackle tier. Yeah, he's he's looking... such a good asset. He's just a little bit pricey, yeah. but if you can afford like it. Like a lux- luxury Hoiberg. Yeah, pretty much. That is exactly what Rodri is. And <laughs> even with Fernandinho playing, Rodri still played. So, yeah. Um, as for no, obviously uh... Villa, um, Martinez, for those that might still be on him, picked up a save tier two. Matty Cash got himself tackled tier two. And um, Nakamba, uh, once again, picking up some uh, some tier points. He's, he's He seems to have got a start um, under Gerard. Whether he keeps that spot, not sure, but I think I was seeing in the, the Planet FPL Slack channel there was a few questions about him, and it sounds as though it's his shirt to lose at the moment. So um, he could be one just just to keep an eye on as a, a cheap kind of budget midfield option. Yeah, a lot of tackles there. Yeah. Um, let's move on to a game in which inevitably you've got to say everybody would have Captain Salah that's on him, and uh, you were rewarded as expected. It was Everton 1, Liverpool 4. Yeah, another sensational uh, Liverpool performance. I'm guessing you must be a little bit annoyed with Damari Gray scoring yeah, great. in this game. Yeah, took, took Gray out <laughs> because he wasn't starting the other game and thought, perfect time to move on to Alonso. Alonso goes on to not keep any clean sheets, not hit tears, and then Damari Gray scores against Liverpool. Fucking sums up my week. <laughs> yeah, you, ca- you can't predict this sort of thing. Um, but yeah, no, very good performance from Liverpool. Henderson scored a great goal. Salah just... Week after week, just excellent player. And uh, Diego Jota, obviously one heavily overlooked in this game because yeah. he's obviously a forward. Yep. Maybe 
maybe we should be thinking about him a little bit more. Yeah, the, the double up would have got you some very sizable points over the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, and I don't think I've seen much news on whether Firmino is due back anytime soon. So if that's the case, I fully expect Jota, particularly in the form that he's in, to keep playing. I'm just not sure I'd be willing to to have that double up knowing full well you're going to be transferring one, if not both of them out soon rather than later because obviously Salah, Afcon and Jota could eventually get rotated again. Um, That's a fair point. It's a tricky one, but uh, yeah, if you're chasing, maybe. If, if you're, say, down, say you're lower than about 4K, Someone like Jota could be a really good shout to try and um, rise up the ranks. But yeah, not not for me as a, a Sky asset. Um, Van Dyke really summed up my week with this one. Obviously conceding the the goal that no one expected to Damari Gray, then getting himself booked and then not even hitting a tier, you know, tidy one-pointer in a game in which I thought it was a guaranteed clean sheet. Yeah, yeah. Expected a 10-pointer from, from him in this game and way off the pace. Agreed, yeah. Um, oh, I don't want to talk about the next game, James. <laughs> Spurs two, Brentford nil. I I do because I think a lot of people own Harry Kane, yeah. and obviously a lot of people captained Harry Kane yeah. for this for this game with this game day in mind, yeah. and <laughs> just just the same as it's been the last few weeks. Just looks very dull, it's not coming. threatening. It's he has the odd chance, which gives you a little bit he of hope, but really. Really, the yeah, the returns aren't happening um, in the league anyway. Um, a lot of money to spend on a player for him to not do anything. And the real travesty in this game is Hoiberg being three passes off and passing to. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and obviously Brentford were the ones that were really hitting tears in terms of Sky. Like Fernandez, the goalkeeper, even though he conceded twice, still picked up safety or two. Um, the centre-backs, Pinnock, Janssen, both hit passing tier. Um, Tony got himself shot tier. Obviously, in Burmo did fuck all um, for those like myself that are still on him. Big mistake. Um, and yeah, Harry Kane didn't do anything. And the, the fact that I had Harry Kane in this game meant I was covering the captaincy, meant I didn't move on to the man in the next game, James. And that was Manchester United 3, Arsenal 2. Yeah, fantastic game of football. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo uh, doing doing what he does best, scoring goals. One a pen, one another great a great finish. Um, I think it was Rashford that fizzed the ball through to him. Yeah, uh, lovely. Yeah, very comfortable comfortable finish and uh, yeah, very decent haul for for Ronaldo. Obviously, getting man of the match as well. Uh, that's. 36 points once if you've captained him, which I'm delighted to say I did. <laughs> I captained him I captained him in my B team because I was like two and a half K with my B team. Um I thought no, I'll bring in Ronaldo for Antonio. Did it, put the armband on him, even though I had Son. Um and yeah, it paid off. And now my B team is like right behind my A team. It's jumped up about a thousand places, which we'll come on to. Um but yeah, I was just pissed off that I didn't have the balls to bring in Ronaldo early because the plan at the moment was to bring him in for, for the Palace game this weekend. I should have just done it when I seen that he was in the starting lineup rather than saying, oh, well, I'll gain the game for the, the player I'm going to keep for this weekend. And then because Ronaldo plays the Sunday again, I'll bring him in then, but I should have just done it. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, especially having the team news, I think that would have been a good thing to have done. However, maybe because it's against Arsenal, it put you off. I it, don't know. It did a little bit, but it shouldn't have done. Really no, shouldn't. no. Um, obviously, Arsenal scored a fortuitous goal with De Gea down injured. Um, all sporting stuff aside, I loved it because I had ESR <laughs> in both yeah, my did. teams. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you did well there, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. A uh, 10-pointer, which I just did not see coming. 10-pointer? Um, Eight-pointer. I'm getting confused by the extra two points for the other game, <laughs> the other game. this week. <laughs> I, um, but yeah, very happy with that. I guess he's then obviously going to be your captaincy coverage for the Everton single on Monday. He is, yeah. Um, no Everton players near my team, so hopefully uh, Smith Rowe does the business. Fingers crossed. Well, um. Let's let's jump on to our teams then, James, and I will give you the stage because you deserve to talk about your teams first. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'll start with let's start with the slightly worse team. So okay. oh, yeah. it's team team one that's gone up from three k to one point six. Uh, it's, it's matching once. my B team now. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, I just need to go back a week here. <laughs> there we go. One one eight three points. Nice. Um twenty from Meslier, seventeen for Cancelo, seventeen for Van Dyke. Uh three for Alonso didn't really work out. But Bernardo Silva move paid off ten yeah. points. Declan Rice got some tears, six points. Gallagher seven, Smith Rowe ten. Obviously the front three did pretty well. Ronaldo, Salah and Son. I was tempted to captain Son, but I'm very glad that I captained Ronaldo on both mm. teams. No, good man. Um, team two is up to 465th, <laughs> which is it. new territory for me. Uh, 189 <laughs> points. Um, 20 for Saar. 12 for Alexander-Arnold. 17 for Cancelo. 6 for Rudiger. Hoiberg actually letting the side down with two points. Rafinha, 26. Smith-Rowe, 10. Gallagher, 6. Salah, obviously, 46. Ronaldo, 36. Tony, who I brought in for Jimenez, got me four points. Um, I also binned off Antonio and Livermento during this week. Livermento for ESR, that paid off. Um, Antonio, I think, left for Jimenez, who then left for Tony. <laughs> that's, that's, honestly, that's mad because you've still got, what, 30 transfers in that in that team? You're up, yes. to, you're up to 465. Had you not then, like, spunked the... The move on Jimenez, you'd be thirty-one. You'd be honestly, you'd be like sitting incredibly pretty, because to be in your position with still thirty transfers, I think there's a lot of people that would bite your hand off, and your team is also in very good shape now. So uh, now, fair play to you. And th that that points hole, one hundred eighty-nine, just shows how quickly um, things can turn in Sky within the space of a week, because that's fifty-five points more than what I got in my first team. Yeah, yeah, it's a, a massive. Up. I think I went up from like one point two k yeah, to, to yeah four six five, and I've, yeah, there's a lot of good players down there as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it can, you can make it up. Oh, um, definitely. Right. In my A team, um, I got 134 points. Obviously, frustrating because I captained Kane, didn't have the balls to go Ronaldo in that team early. Should have done. Um, defensively, it was you know Van Dijk, Dunk, Cancelo did well. Midfield, Mbomo and Hoiberg didn't didn't really do a lot, which was frustrating. Um, 
And oh, just overall, obviously, the gamble on Chelsea with Alonso hasn't paid off this week. It's just, oh, it was just a bugbear. Um, I think I'm definitely, I say I think, uh, I'm definitely going for Ronaldo, providing he's in the team on Sunday because we get to see the lineup. Um, see, there's rumours about, you know, potential knock and whatnot, but if he's in that starting lineup, he's coming in. Um, the debate for me will be do I keep the armband on Kane because he's got Norwich or do I go Ronaldo given it's Palace and that decision will be made purely on the oh basis God. of the teams um, if I see Ronaldo starting and then say Sancho, Rashford, Bruno are all playing as well I think I might go Ronaldo if there's a few changes in that um, Man United lineup because obviously they've got the Champions League game midweek as well I might be tempted to go Kane, um, but we'll see. It'll probably kick me in the arse. Um, in me B team, that is caught up with my A team almost. Uh, that got 176 points. So it gained 40-odd points on my A team. Um, that's now 1.6k. So it's only 300 places behind. And only about 20 points behind as well. So it shows, you know, it's still quite tight because... I think I'm, what, 40-something points behind you now? Um, but that's almost a 1,000 places. So that makes a big difference. Um, let's quickly touch on captains for the weekend before we jump on to the Sky questions that we've had. Um, Saturday, I guess it's probably a case of you don't really look any further than Salah, do you? It's probably, yeah, going to be Mo. I mean, you could, con- could consider Cancelo. Yeah, Based on this game, the only risk is the fact that it's the five thirty kickoff. You'd want confirmation that Cancelo is starting. Yeah, yeah, with Champions League coming up, I guess. Yeah, it's a bit of a risk. Yeah, that'd be the so worry. Probably, probably Salah. Yeah. Um, Sunday, I guess. I think there's going to be quite a split, but you're obviously going to be on Ronaldo. Yes. And I'm potentially Kane, possibly Ronaldo. I'm in two minds, but we'll see. And then on Monday, um. It'll be Arsenal coverage for both of us. I'll have Ramsdale and you'll have ESR. Yep, yep. Uh, that'd be me. Nice. Um, all right, then. Let's jump on to the questions. And as always, chaps, thank you very much for listening. Um, and the questions are really appreciated. So first things first, James. Um, we have a question in from FF Dempsey. And this is the question I was talking about matters. James Madison seems to be hitting his best for um, his best for a while. Is he someone we should be considering, or do you think his output will regress when Tielemans returns? I think he he is someone we should be considering. Um, and, yeah, I think I stated my thoughts earlier. I think he may not necessarily regress when Tielemans comes back. So, I don't think I've... I'm thinking about him enough to bring him in, but no. I'm definitely still sort of monitoring him. Agreed, yeah. I wouldn't be bringing him in at the moment. Not for the foreseeable, because I think Leicester's fixtures are generally quite tough. Probably all the way through until till April. Um, th- there isn't really a, a sustained period in which you'd really say, right, they're, they're good fixtures. Maybe the beginning of January, they've got Norwich, Burnley and Brighton in a row. But then that's followed up by Liverpool, West Ham, Wolves and Chelsea. So at 8.8 million, I'm not sure I'd be wanting to, to gamble on Madison. Um, yeah, it's the 13 and the 19 points for these weeks, but previously it was 3, 1, 2, 2, 1, 1. It's, you know, for 8.8, you'd be wanting more consistency, and I think that'll be the, the, the key. 
Um, question in from Luke Notley, Luke NDN. So Kane to Ronaldo versus Palace or stick to my current plan of Kane to Ronaldo when United play Norwich. I'm sick of him, but it'd be just my luck for Kane to hold if I took him out. I wouldn't advocate for taking Kane out on the same day that he um, that Ronaldo's playing. Because like you said, it, it just feels wrong in Sky. You, you've got the captaincy coverage. Yeah, none of us want to be on Kane. But Kane playing Norwich at the same time as Ronaldo playing Palace, you're not gaining anything from that. And if Kane does score a hat-trick and Ronaldo gets booked and taken off early, you, you're going to be fuming. So... As hard as it is, I'd say stick to your current plan. I don't know what you think it would be, James. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, you would kick yourself if you did it and then Kane returned. Yeah. But, I mean, so that Kane, Kane hasn't been great. Ronaldo's just, just scored two goals, so... True. But maybe we are, you could. We're not even halfway through the season. So there is going to be time to make up points. And that's what I keep telling myself. Because now I'm. And the best way to do that is to not pick Harry Kane. Yeah, and 100. percent Like this, this has to be Kane's last game, and he's gone. So yeah. <laughs> none of this three the final goodbye. The final goodbye. <laughs> um, question from Ryan Fitzsimmons. So he really sums it up. Kane's useless. Uh, if he doesn't hole against Norwich, I'm seriously thinking of taking him out for Dennis, which obviously you mentioned, James, next Friday. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that'd be a good shout. Actually, I think yeah, I think if you do have Kane's in all seriousness, yeah, probably keep him for this game, and then yeah, bin him off even if he scores one. Maybe if he scores a hat trick, think about keeping him. But other than that, I think yeah, just sack him off after this game. And yeah. Dennis has been impressing very much so, and would be a good great captaincy pick exactly against Brentford. Yeah, is that captaincy coverage, and I think he could be a really good option. Obviously, the issue we've spoken about in the pod about the African Cup of Nations, but if you've got the transfers to spare and you really want to attack the games, why not go with Dennis? Um, he could afford you elsewhere, and then if he does go to the African Cup, then you can take him out. It's It shouldn't be a problem. But yeah, I think uh, it's certainly worth considering, Ryan. Um, moving on to Kippy, Pete Colley, and uh, I love this lad. He keeps commenting on our YouTube videos as well. He, he's a good man. Um I'm sure a few people will be asking this, but what to do with Kane? He's killing me. Love the pods, lad. It's all about Kane this week. Yeah, I think I think bin you've him. got to bin him off after after this game. Yeah, agreed. So the, let's just quickly quickly look at the um, fixtures for Harry Kane, and it doesn't really look pretty, does it? It's see Norwich, but then it's Brighton, Leicester, Liverpool. Then fair enough, Palace, Saints, Watford. Um, but then it's Arsenal and Chelsea before overhaul. There's a little period in there. You'd maybe say Saints, Watford could be um, two good fixtures to target, but is he worth holding for those? I don't think so. No, the fixtures aren't terrible. It's not really the fixtures I'm worried about. It's, it's, it's him. Yeah, It's the way he's playing. And we thought we'd see something change under Conte, but it looks exactly the same. Yeah, nothing's changed at the moment. Um and thank you very much for the question, Shane. Um, but I think we, we've already answered it. It was just about, could Dennis be an option or is AFCON a, a risk? Um, and obviously we've answered that in the previous previous point. But thank you very much for uh, jumping in for a question and um, keep an eye because obviously we'll be asking next week. So I think that just about finishes the uh, the Sky podcast, James. Um, I sincerely hope that you have a good week. As much as uh, that pains me to say, uh, now the fact that you're you know top 500, mate, got to keep pushing for you and gives me something to chase for once so um 
all the best to you and all the best to everyone listening. Very quick turnaround. Just make sure that you don't miss those deadlines. On that note, James, it is a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Cheers, guys. Thank you.